0: Hi, and welcome to the Be Happy, Be Brilliant podcast with myself, Rodolfo Young. From a US Army Special Operations soldier to spending two years in meditative silence, I'm now reaching a million people around the world sharing deep insights, practical wisdom, and mindsets to cultivate happiness and success. Enjoy the podcast and be sure to share the conversation to keep the ripple flowing. We're talking about calling in relationship today. And as I shared a moment ago, what that means is how do we build a foundation? How do we start to even define the container of what relationship is before we go seeking it? Because you probably have experienced this in life that when you're seeking a relationship, when you're looking and looking, you're like, oh, I just really want to, you know, I see my friends and I see these other couples and I just, I want to have that. And you start looking around for one or you're dating or things like this. And it's sometimes a struggle, yeah, that things aren't happening. And then when you finally just go, this it, I give up, I'm not doing anything, I'm, d- oh, hi. And something just happens, right? So there's an element of why are you seeking? And I think often that ends up coming from an avoidance of loneliness, uh, an envy of others, a comparative nature of things. And that all block the ability to actually call something in or to be open to something coming in. Calling in maybe isn't even the right word for it. It's more to allow for relationship, right? But to allow for relationship, just kind of like how you would order something on Amazon or some other online system, you need to know exactly what you're ordering and then be able to verify it when it comes to your door so that then you can receive it. A lot of times what I see most people do is they just go, yeah, any relationship will do and then once I'm in, I'll figure out if it works, (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, well, what I noticed, I see a lot like very vague, especially in a community like um, Bali or like Ubud, where people be like, oh, I really would like to have a relationship with someone who's meditating, for example. Now, I've personally met a lot of people who meditate and they're crazy, to be honest. I would not want to be in a relationship with them. So it needs to be more specific, where you don't need to maybe be with someone who's necessarily meditating, but somebody who's more grounded for example to really like look what's behind it somebody who's more mindful of things instead of oh i want someone who's meditating because that's just the action what's behind the action
0: yeah exactly it defining not just the who but the what right and so a lot of times it'll be you know the first thing that we most of us ever see is the physical right you might be sitting in a cafe somebody walks in you're like oh and a story starts to develop in your mind you're like I can tell by the way that they walk and, ooh, look at what they ordered. It was like a nice tea. They are they're a match. I've been waiting for this person, right? And you create this whole story in your mind and it matches the resume that you've been putting up. But that resume wasn't specific, as Christina was saying. It wasn't specific to what you want. It was to who you want. Same way that if you're applying for a job, your resume might say, oh yeah, you know, I've had experience in this, I've been trained in this, I've done this, I've done this. But then you're a crappy person and you come in there, you complain all the time, you're not a good team worker, or you just put the stuff on the resume and it's not actually the real experience you have, right? Or you haven't cultivated it well. And so it's what do you want? And that's where the container of relationship comes, Right? So we start to define what that really means. And for Christina and I, I would say, and let me know if you agree, a lot of this is new between us, so we'll see what happens <laughs> here. <laughs> I think relationship is a container of one's safety, commitment, but mostly of growth. It's saying, hey, I'm committing to grow with you. Whereas a lot of times, maybe because of the Disney fantasy you know, film kind of stuff that we get and the romanticized relationships, you have this idea of, ah, I will find that person and they'll be the perfect match now, right away, and everything will be amazing, we'll go riding into the sunset. It doesn't work that way, right? If you're looking for that, then you're going to also kind of push away, dismiss so many other possibilities where growth was potential rather than perfection. Not to mention, if you're looking for perfection, it's a little scary for people, right? If you're constantly analyzing the other person, let's say you're on a first date, and you're sitting there, and you know that each other is just like assessing, going, are they going to work? Is this going to, are they my match? The match that's like, since I was five years old, I've been developing to see that this perfect person would show up. Do you have a question? or just a moment. And if you're doing that, then that whole list that you're putting is you're putting it in front of that person and you're not actually seeing the person. You're not seeing what qualities, what potential, what possibilities are actually there. And it also doesn't mean that they're your lifelong partner. It just means there's somebody you can grow with even in that moment of that first date. good question yeah and and it christina is actually the one who pointed that out to me that a lot of women i don't know if men do this as often um, but we're generalizing a little bit today that a lot of women will look for that potential right they see a man or or another woman or whoever a partner and there's this sense of "Mm, i'm gonna fix them (laughs) fix them real good and pat myself on the back afterwards for the beautiful person i have formed So dangerous. But yet, at the same time, of course, you want to have somebody that is somewhat of a match, right? So again, we come back to this idea of being clear for yourself first of what relationship means. The what, not the who. Because if you develop the what, then the who shows up, right? For instance, even in a talk like this, right? I'm saying calling in relationship. Of the people in here, other than Christina and I, is anybody in relationship right now? Yeah? Cool. No? Cool. Very good. Right? But the majority are not, because I called it calling in relationship, which means the what kind of insinuated for singles, right? For people who are not yet in relationship. The who that showed up were those people, because of the what. And an extra, because she's just... I'm calling, Oh, <laughs> you're, you're like, I'm still calling others. <laughs> right? And so this is a really important thing, because really, when people think about relationship, they really do focus on the who. And the who does not matter at that moment, if you don't know what you want. If you're just like, oh yeah, no, that person looks like a great match, or, or I want that kind of person but you don't know what kind of relationship you want with that person? Hmm, interesting. And then you're surprised when the relationship isn't what you were expecting. And then especially if you've been out of relationship for a long time, we'll call it romantic relationship, right? Because we're all in relationship every single day of our lives in whatever dialogue we have with another and every interaction and especially with ourselves. So maybe that's where you start. What's the relationship you want with yourself? What's the thing everybody in the workshops of Ubud are doing all the time? Self-love, right? Developing worth, confidence. So this is the kind of relationship you want with yourself, yeah? One that's accepting, that's loving, that's gentle, that's compassionate. Hmm. How many of you are actually doing that right now? Mm, Maybe some, yeah. Hmm. And so again, how do we first cultivate it maybe there so that that's what we show for the outside world or anybody that is around us to see that's what we are saying. Hey, this is my standard. You have
1: anything to add? I find um, what helped me to become really clear of like, what I wanted in a relationship when I wrote it all down. And I mean, I would written down a page and I was like, this is actually ridiculous. There's no way that that like, even makes this. And I think a lot of women actually <laughs> get stuck on, again, like, the who the Because it's, again, like, I mean, you're writing down on a list. You're actually writing down a lot of the physical aspects you would appreciate in, like, a partner. But I wrote, well, I wrote those things down. And I wrote down the things that I was <coughs> looking for in the character. And for me, one big big thing was, for example, um, I wanted to be with someone who's not partying every weekend. So, and, like, not drinking alcohol. So it was, like, focused, like, not on the not, but it was like okay somebody who likes to spend time with me someone who I can laugh with a lot and like we have that but I didn't get stuck because like I had on the list actually like even my hair color and putover doesn't match that hair color <laughs> like, but like it like didn't stop me there was a bit of resistance at the beginning I was like all oh, of no, this is great but there are a few things that don't match my my list <laughs> but like finding finding what's a, what's a good in in what you're looking at and where are the things which are mostly I find for women in particular, maybe for men too. I don't know. But like getting stuck on the physical. Oh, he's amazing, but, you know, like he's, he's not as tall as, as I am, for example. Or he's, yeah, those things, you know. But, yeah, so I find a lot of women get stuck on that and then dismissing all the other things that match up really, really well.
0: Yeah. I had a relationship um two partners before Christina where it was a beautiful relationship was going well and then she became attracted to another man and she was honest with me about it she said look I've kind of had this quasi obsession thing with this other guy for a long time and now he's told me that he's interested in me and I asked her, well are you happy now She says, I'm so happy like like 95 percent Everything that I've ever wanted in a relationship, you, you're, you're giving to me. I said, so why are you considering leaving this to go and just check that out? She's like, because maybe it's a 100. Right? And, and this is what Christina is talking about, is there's this idea of looking for perfection. And perfection is, one, it's arbitrary. It's subjective. It's going to be based on a difference in where you're at also, like what you might think is perfect now won't be perfect two days or two months or two years from now. And so to be looking for perfect is to be looking for temporary.
1: Yeah, because it's also like with whom do you kind of want to travel on this journey of life? Because I find what I see a lot with, you know when you're looking at like the famous celebrities and stuff who are like loaded with like like money mostly and fame and stuff, but they're having very shallow relationships they're getting divorced after six months three months there's no building there's no okay we're gonna work through this together there's no growth essentially because everything like on the like the physical plane is taken care of and then people be like well we don't need to there's one argument it's like well it's it's not the one and you see that also specifically Mm -hmm. in Ubud it's like Mm -hmm. oh no you meet like people meet and they're like no 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 they are the one and we actually know a few people where that kind of keeps happening it's like, dude, you've been here for like so long, so many years and it's like the 10th person that's, no, no, no. they the one. The one. So it's like after a while it becomes like a bit like, for a while. And again, it's like work through, through those things. And that's like the beauty of actually, like what that's I find what we have, where people ask us, oh, how cute, how long have you been together? Three weeks? No, almost five years and people be like, wait, what? How is that possible? Possible because we are working through things. So many things of, especially at the beginning, kind of Hmm. trying to like fit together to be like, is this working? And like growing and to be like, okay, this is something beautiful we're developing.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that, that I'm always reminded of when we think about these people who, or anybody who's saying, oh yes, they're the one, they're the one, and projecting their story, right? It's kind of like, have you guys heard the story of the boy that cried wolf? like an old, I don't know if it's just American story, but it's this idea that this, this young boy, you know, this is back like shepherd times and stuff, and, and just to play around, he would he's up on the top of the mountain, like raising with all the sheep and taking care of them, and, and just to play around, he'd shout down to the village, he's like, wolf, 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 and so then the men of the village would come running up to try to chase away the wolf to protect their sheep, and he'd be like, ah, I'm just joking. No, there's no wolf. And he did it a few times. And then on the fourth time, where an actual wolf was there, (laughs) men of the village were like, never mind. We're not going to go up there. And this is the same thing that happens if you're fooling yourself with your stories. If you're going around, you're like, this is the one, this is the one, yes, yes. Then eventually, one, like, your friends are going to be like, "Uh uh-huh, whatever. (laughs) But also, you're going to be doing that you'll have convinced yourself that you can't be trusted. And if you don't feel you can trust yourself, you won't trust the other either. Now you've just really made it almost impossible to develop relationship. So again, first we knock out the idea of perfection. And then knock out the idea of the right match for now even. Just go with the potential of growth. This is so important. It's one of the the three pillars that we have for relationship in general. What do you you want to say? What there?
1: Communication, choice, and willingness.
0: Willingness to grow, specifically. Yeah. So willingness to grow, communication, and choice. I want to backtrack a little bit because we're going to get ahead of ourselves into more than just the calling in. (laughs) First, are there any questions? Yeah? You touched on it, it's not
2: trust not really even thought about the subject much, I grew up with a father who was very unfaithful, and I chose all my partners who were going to just be my father, and I got hurt over and over and
1: over and over again, and I had opportunity to grow from all these options, um, and I never got the message, so I just kept doing the same thing. How does one, <clears throat> obviously it's about trusting myself first, I think that's all it is, trusting me, so that I can even have that
2: foundation, so that I can trust you. hmm
0: Right, yeah.
1: um, I find first it's actually like well the honesty of actually don't I don't trust men I had that with Rudolfo. I was also in a previous relationship um, where my ex partner cheated on me my dad cheated on my mom and and um, I actually like didn't trust men in general so I was actually already quite late when I had my first like real relationship my first one um, and when Mudoff and I started dating after a few months, he kind of like, I don't even know what it was, but he kind of like, he's like, let's chat. And like, he literally like unleashed it. And I like literally spit it out. Like I was so angry and I was just like, I fucking hate man. And it was just like, I didn't even know that was there. He could kind of see it, but it was just literally like something was like, and I was just, like, I like literally watched my words and I was like, Whoa, what's going on? So I was like literally coming out, but it was just like a clearing knowing that and then from there like building the trust was like honesty and that's really really hard um, because again it's not, it's not this like rainbow of like we as women we look at like guys and like oh he's attractive but like we had another great conversation about something like that where we are doing a lot of work on our, on our relationship on, on e- like, with each other and stuff where if you know like I like Chris Hemsworth Thor, you know, like obviously a very like handsome guy, <laughs> <laughs> but like, and he made a comment back then about, I think this was Scarlett Johansson, and he said, look, if she's sitting on the couch, I would still, like, he would still choose me, because who knows what's behind that pretty face, and it's the same, like, literally, if Chris Hemsworth would be sitting here, I'd be like, you're nice to look at, but I'm still going to choose Rudolfo, because like, I trust him, and like, there's a willingness to grow. Um, and that's like, something that's like, really important, again, like when Rodolfo, he's a lot more social than I am, is out and obviously, like, Bali has, I feel like, a lot more woman than man, um, and when I meet them, like, after, and, like, Rodolfo's been talking to them, like, four or five times, and I see them, I'm like, fucking bitch, you're really pretty, you know? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, it's not just like, oh, it's so nice to meet you, it's like, shit! are you fucking kidding me like did you just jump off the cover of like some I don't know magazine you know um, so it's not like there is like like jealousy but like I can see it objectively also and the trust is from what we've built and from talking to each other about it and yeah and like for him also sharing he's like you know like talking to people because like otherwise there's this like and that goes on to a whole other subject was like shame and all that stuff where it's like oh no I'm not allowed to look and it's the same out like no I'm not allowed to like look or like w- whatever so that goes into other if you're suppressing and then you're just kind of building more and more distrust while if you're actually yep. expressing it and be like oh like he's pretty she's pretty it's like yeah and then that's kind of dispersed yeah. and it's also honesty and that's where the the trust mm-hmm. comes Yeah. Thanks, but if I look
2: back at my relationships, I was the one who was being dishonest because I was pretending to be something that I wasn't. Mm. So I
0: think it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the trick right there. Like Christina just touched on on the ability to communicate. So that's the honesty and and actually sharing what's real, Uh, and then choice also the power of choice because we're choosing each other. We realized really early on in our relationship that. You know, there's three stages I think everybody goes through in attraction. The first stage is, I need you. Like, I need that person. I don't even know anything about them, but, oh, God, I need them, right? And then you might meet them, and you're like, okay, or maybe you just calm down, and you're like, okay, maybe I don't need them. I'm not going to die if I don't have them, but I want that person. I want them for me, right? And then you're like, okay, yes, I want that. Oh, maybe I want that person, too. Maybe I want this person, maybe I want that person, maybe I want this chocolate cake. I want a lot of things in life. The power is to choose amongst all the wants. But a lot of times, as Christina mentioned, people will come into relationship with the idea that once you say, yes, I want you, it means you didn't want anybody else. And then there's this feeling of betrayal when somebody says, oh yeah, no, I find that person attractive too. What?! And that's coming from insecurity and other things because then it's like, wait, so then maybe you'll want them more than you'll want me. And maybe, but the choice is still the choice. And there's a power in that of trust because you're saying, hey, yes, there may be other people or other things or other experiences that I want. And even maybe that I want more than this relationship, but I'm still choosing this relationship. I'm making it significant. Right? There's so much power in that. That's the choice part. The communication part is a little trickier because of the way that we look at trust. How many people have heard the the word or the phrase, um, somebody has to prove their trustworthiness to me or something like this or building trust, things like that, right? Well that's the problem right there. Trust is not something you can, it's not something you build, it's not something that you prove, it's something you choose. You cannot build trust because then you're just building familiarity. You're building consistency, which is great, that's good. But if it's building familiarity, then in the same way, uh, Laurie, that you had this history of how your father was, so that was familiar to you. And then every relationship became familiar to you. This is not building any trust. You're just being familiar. You're staying comfortable. right? Trust in, in its... Essence, innately, requires risk. Trust requires risk. And that also plays then into the idea of choice. Because choice also requires risk. The person might choose otherwise. For the first, what, maybe six months of our relationship? And this is technically, I would say, nine months, because our first three months... Of courtship we were hanging out a lot but we weren't in relationship and then we had six months of of actually being in relation every single month we would sit down and check in and say do you still choose with the ability that we could say no and so we were holding just a month-long container each time up to about six months and then we're like yeah we're good right so it requires risk trust Most of the time in life, we are avoiding risk at all costs. In business, in romance, in health, in all these things. People won't try alternative treatments or therapies or things like that because they've been told the safer route is the more familiar one. But it may not be the more effective one. In relationships, they don't want to risk being hurt, and so they don't put themselves out there. In business, people won't risk being an entrepreneur or... Uh, creating their own business or things like this and so in the safety yes it's familiar but you don't grow maybe that's the other piece right there without risk you cannot grow without stepping out of your comfort zone you don't grow and if you can't grow your relationship won't go anywhere
2: I feel like it's that Ruby quote you know the one about finding the blocks to love Mm -hmm. it's more like I I noticed there is this myself to like get into relationship because it's really easy to be alone <laughs> it's super easy to be alone It's so calm you know mm-hmm. and then when you're in a relationship you're faced with the things that you don't want to live yeah at. yeah <laughs> the yeah. vibrations inside you that you need to you know be able to harmonize with another and so for me like I feel like relationship is all about either co-creation or evolution and if there's mm-hmm. those two things don't exist for me within that container I'm like that's boring that's not, that's not interesting for my soul, my life path at all. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I went through a phase where I, I like, was completely celibate for 11 months, and mm-hmm. I was like, this is super relaxing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no drama! <laughs> like,
2: this is super, like, it's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more about, like, I don't want to look at myself, so I'm, I'm, I'm sort of scared to, yeah. you know, get involved with someone else. But sometimes yeah. it's a yes. Yeah. yeah it's like i feel like i feel like we know that it's a yes you know with every cell that it's a yes even if it's going to be trouble we meet a person and we're like that's a yes let's go there it's going to be interesting there might be a lot of trouble in there but it's a yes (laughs) yeah you know yeah yeah and then we make that commitment like yeah okay there's going to be some fighting there's going to be some disagreements but for some reason the universe wants us to be together can I add something to that? Please. The reflection that happens, No, for example, when we find partners that are lying to us, and the thing we can say about this reflection, you know, the mirror effect, and then we are like, no, but we are not unfaithful, we don't really lie, so what is, what is going on, what is the reflection? And the thing is that if you know, if your intuition knows that they are lying, that mm-hmm. you don't want to see it,
3: then you are lying. Mm-hmm. So, so that
2: I think that's the, the, yeah. the trust. Yeah. trust in yourself when you know that they're lying when you know
0: that it's going to happen it's going to be my father's reflection so that is I think, the trust No, yeah. all right I'm not going to lie to myself yes yeah really well put yeah the trust almost anything in relationship has to first start with the relationship you have to yourself and yeah if you're lying to yourself then you're going to be one also looking for because it's a threat your your psyche and your body already knows hmm We don't like it when we lie to ourselves. It doesn't pan out well. So let me keep an eye out and actually focus on anybody else that might lie. And now because you're focused on it, those are the people popping up and who you end up in relationships with. Right? And so it really does come back to that. I even think of the word confidence because confidence is something I think, especially if you've been out of a relationship for a while um, or even practicing celibacy or things like that or even just the confidence to face the dramas that will come up (laughs) in relationships. This requires a, a level of trust, not of the other, not even of the relationship, but of your capacity, right? Yeah, of your capacity, not only to listen to your own truth and your intuition, but to endure, to stay committed, to not just bolt if there's any little bit of challenge, right? It, it's how well can you handle um, discomfort? How well can you handle something new how well can you handle what's not familiar how well can you handle being, seen, being shown yourself
1: yeah and then that being really really honest with yourself and that's like another part that can be so challenging to actually know what part of yourself is the one that wants to sabotage or wants to destroy mm-hmm.
0: yeah that one normally only comes up once you're in a relationship <laughs> yeah
3: um. I found it really interesting. <clears throat> you say you make, like, you have like a checkout once a month. Mm-hmm. Because I had this relationship recently, uh, last year, and uh, we decided to have uh, once a week
0: mm-hmm. it's Yeah, <laughs> that's a little, that's too short a container. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't trust you once a week, you gotta do
3: this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's yeah. too, too little. That's kind of like... Um, <laughs> thanks for sharing that. that yeah, like doing a, doing a container of one week is too small. It's uh, In the past, I used to do Facebook ad campaigns for people. And after like three days that the campaign's been up, you would be like, so how's it doing? Is it a winning strategy? I'm like, it's been three days. What? You can't tell. <laughs> we need at least a month, two months, three months to actually know. Because... Like, and here, here's the idea, right? How, would you say that you visit social media platforms the same amount every single day? Or certain days, maybe more. Or certain times, maybe more. Or maybe because of certain events in your life, you might not be visiting the same amount that you would have one week as opposed to another week. It's the same in life. If in that one week period that you're saying, this is the container, we're going to test if we're a match or not, <laughs> um, different things are going on that are influencing that person's life or different schedules, or different stresses, or thoughts, or stories, you need time, right? A month, even, is still kind of short, but at least it gives you that period of time. Now, the, the power of choice in that container that we, we were doing, it was not just so that we would be able to come back every month and be like, okay, I've got my out in case I need to go, <laughs> but rather it was to say, during these 30 days, I won't be thinking about the out, no matter what challenge comes up. I am fully committed because we said we would do it for 30 days, and then look. That was actually the bigger importance of it, and that's the container, right? So again, we look at the what, not the who, and the what is, what's the container of relationship you're actually looking for? What do you want out of that? Do you want growth? Do you want romance? Do you want passion? Do you want um, perfection? Do you want all these things that might be going on in your head, and then figure out the ones that are realistic. Figure out the ones that you're willing to actually commit to and work towards, and then open to that, and you'll see that people will show up. And they won't show up like checking off all the lists, they'll show up and you can ask very easy question, are you willing to grow with me? Are you willing to step into this container, even if it's for just a month, to see, but then 100%.
1: Yeah, and that means really like 100% because I've seen it with other friends who are, who are in relationships and they're like, no, 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 100% and they're having a little argument that turned out to be a f- disaster and ended up only almost violent and an hour later they're back to everything is perfect. You can't build trust in that. No. If one of them is just really, really losing it to such a degree where there's no willingness and it's really, really hard if stuff comes up but it's really like... Again, knowing the, and being ther- being honest in that, like I have, I have kind of cover all the strategies. I'm really good with fight or flight. I'm really good with avoiding. and we knows know that, but I'm also really good at then like getting better with like sharing, like look, am I like, getting really, really completely closed up? Give me 20 minutes.
3: So what you're saying um, when
1: you were doing this such check, check-in
0: every month, yeah. you, you Used to, we don't yeah. do it anymore, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But now, when stuff comes up, we still like. Yeah, but when you have like a, a really growing conversation together, do you set up the time?
3: Like, I speak eight minutes, and then you have eight minutes, or you can
0: just. It, it's a good strategy. It probably would have helped us in the beginning. Um, we've. Got, <laughs> no, no. We, <laughs> we, we, yeah, 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 um, and, and I do actually. I suggest that for some people. Um, at this point, like we, we know each other well enough that there's not a flight risk, right? I think this is the biggest thing is, is, one, to know that you'll be heard. And that's why you do the, like, okay, you get eight minutes, I get eight minutes. Make sure I get heard. Um, and also the fear of, okay, if this is too challenging, the person's just going to say, I'm, I'm out, I'm done. Right? And that's actually another huge one. And we're, we're, again, we're kind of jumping a little bit more into what relationship and the cultivation part is. But never threaten the relationship. Never, even if it's in your head, you're like, maybe this isn't working out. Do not say it. <laughs> because normally we, if, we, if we say it, we're saying it to try to leverage. We're saying it as a, a ultimatum and a threat. It's like what you do as school kids where, you know, your friend does something. You're like, if you don't give me the sandwich, I won't be your friend anymore. <laughs> right? And we do this as adults in relationships, you know. If you don't stop talking to other pretty people or, or this and that, I, you know, I can't be in this relationship. I can't handle that." That's threatening the relationship. Or even more subtly, what happens more often is people will be like, well, I mean, I, do you even think this is worth it? Like, are we even in the right relationship? Should we be doing this? These aren't real questions that you're not asking because you're really curious. You know, I mean, that's different. If you're a scientific approach, you're like, well, let us take a look. Like, Are we really a match? Is this working? No, no. You're saying it as a threat. And it's a power struggle, and you're trying to get the other person to concede so that you feel safe again. That doesn't build trust. And so again, trust has to be of risk, not of power or certainty or manipulation. It's you be vulnerable. You share what's really happening. You share what you're really feeling, And then see what happens if the other person meets you or not. Most of the time when you are actually vulnerable, the other person will meet you. And then truth is found. doesn't mean that you guys will find a match, but truth is found. More important. So tell me a few things that are what you would be looking for in a relationship. Why are you looking for the relationship? right? So we're going to ditch the who, so don't describe a person to me, but describe what you actually want from relationship. Go ahead. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think to, because I, <clears throat> to procreate.
0: Okay. Yeah,
3: that, that's the main goal, but there's already, that I know I'm, I'm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this your idea of what relationship is or what you want?: Whoa. So you're very clear with that. That's great. That makes it very easy to figure out what you want from relationship. Family right?: <laughs> uh, That's a nice way to put it, yeah. <laughs> Christina as procreate means like family, right? <laughs> it's, it's to pass this seed on. Yeah. yeah.:
1: No, but like. In that the importance is then finding someone where you can be in the
2: you want to be in the family right yeah well this is
0: a good question of clarity to ask you luca want, right
2: you, you want children you mean like his baby mama yeah <laughs> okay yeah yeah but i honestly if
3: i ask someone and they're pretty open say so yes or not
0: yeah. But but So the question here... The question, so this is a great a, one. This is so good, if actually. Do
1: you want to be in your child's life...
0: Yeah, there is...
3: If I want to be in my child. life...
1: Yeah, you want to be yeah. a part of the kid's life...
0: Yeah. I want
1: to unschool it in. Okay, so yeah. you want to be part of it. I want to create a safe space. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so then. child so 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 should yeah. be crazy. Probably should be someone who's looking at it the same way. And not with a different scary. guy, like, Six yeah,
3: down. I think someone's passed through the traumas of the life and
0: find out. Okay, yeah, this, so yeah. this is really beautiful, and I love that Christina picked up on this. So most of us, we heard procreate, and it's like, okay, he just wants to pass the seed on, right? He just he wants to make sure that the legacy goes on, right? But actually, maybe what you want more is family. You you want. That sense of a tribe, you want that sense of a companion. Ah, so then it's much more than just to procreate.
3: Probably, at the beginning, I was thinking I can also find a tribe and a community and have this Mm state, contentious faith, and express my nurturing
0: and And caring. Oh, we're getting even more clear now. Yeah. So, what you really, really want is. A container to be able to express your nurturing, to pass on your knowledge, to share, to learn from, to experience with, to grow with. Ah, nice. That's beautiful. Thank you, Luca. Hmm. So this is what I mean by get clear about what you want as the what. Because even then, like a lot of times we'll have that first surface bit. We're like, okay, that's all I want. (laughs) And you might know this unconsciously, or you might know this in your own self-chatter, but to be able to voice it, to bring it to the surface and as a priority then, then that's what you start to look for, and that's what you, you let your mind know is significant, and it's also what you express to people, and then that's what it attracts, right? So this is why it's so important. Now let's do another one. Who else has a, a, a "what" of the container?
3: Um, I, what would- would also step into this container of candy so it's like
0: double interesting I find because I already procreated and uh <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so this is why it's, clear, it's required to be clear about what you really want I mean, yeah. <laughs> support my procreation yes and that's uh, the, the word support I think is probably really strong and then within that also as you're looking for like commitment of of somebody that's there along the the path right stability
3: right
0: how many people can relate to that that in relationship you you want stability and support and companionship and you know ability to to be nurturing and to be nurtured so these are the things that that if you're looking for a relationship or to start one or even just to just be open to it focus on those kind of things Rather than comparing to others, oh, they seem like they're so happy. They have this and they have that. That's just on the outside. What was cultivated wasn't that. It was the stability to reach that, right? The support of one another to be able to stick around long enough to get there.
2: What happens when you want uh, contradictory
3: things?
2: Do yourself. You want. relationship maybe be in a loyal relationship but then also you want freedom you don't
3: want so it's like ah <laughs> yeah yeah
1: I think that's where people get confused by like because I, I was also always be like no 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 I want to be free I want to be free I want to be free I feel more free in the relationship mm-hmm. than I felt before because like we talk about very honestly about like everything vulnerable and but there's a safety and a stability at the same time and it's not the, is it like the freedom I, I have, it's not the one where it's like, I would want to sleep with other people, for example. That's not what, what I choose. Yeah.
2: Does that yeah. make sense? Yes, I understand that. And what, when, <laughs> this might be a bit selfish, but I might want to,
3: to be able to express freely, but I might not be very happy to hear. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and again, that's like, also something that you can that just share. It's like where, like, when I share something with Rudolfo, I sometimes say, like, I, I just want to share. I'm not in the, I don't have the capacity right now to like hold the space for him. And then that works as long as I can give him the space to then express at another time. And yeah. to also own what I need. Like I really needed to go to Lembongan two weeks ago and again last week, but it's like what I need and it's a freedom. In, in that.
0: Yeah, communication's the biggest piece and so even if it's just internally that you're looking and you're going hmm, there is a contradiction here I want this but I also want this and it's to understand why do you want the other it's a, a defense mechanism it's a safety you want the other as a backup plan right so if you're thinking of freedom in the sense of like there's two ways to think of freedom this could be a whole hard talk itself Freedom in the sense of having such a stable foundation and a base that you know that you can build the resources and the time and the energy to go do anything that you want. The other one is freedom to run away from the things that challenge me. Freedom to avoid conflict and challenge and discomfort. That's the one that the majority of people, when they say they don't want to lose their freedom in a relationship, they're saying, "Yeah, I don't want to lose the freedom to not be accountable. I don't want to lose the freedom to not be responsible. I don't want to lose the freedom to avoid challenge." Okay. But then they also lose the freedom of what Christina mentioned, to actually do the things you want to do, that nourish your soul, that raise your spirit, that help you grow, because you get that out of relationship, out of a, a good relationship. Right? Yeah, So then anytime you have a conflict in your head about stuff like that, Check in to see why, why am I choosing either one of these? What, what is it I'm really wanting? And even in the idea of like, yeah, I want to be able to freely express to the other person, but maybe I don't want to hear what they want to express to me. Why? Because it creates discomfort. You got to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. And as Christina said, you can also just express that. You can, like, once you've established good communication in the relation, just say, hey, look, it might take me some time to... Feel confident enough to hear things about myself that I don't want to hear, so if you could just be gentle with that. But you seem better at hearing things, so is it okay if I just let <laughs> you know yeah. or check in with them how they're feeling? Yeah.
1: Yeah, in that remembering that men have feelings because I didn't think they had. Us, but I'm, like, don't I'm actually honest about. I didn't yeah. just think guys didn't have, men didn't have feelings. So
2: yeah. <laughs> Remembering that too. Yeah. I feel like for me, we we really have to dig into our limiting beliefs, like about what's preventing us and what we're putting out into the universe, about what's preventing us from calling in that thing that we want. Like I used to have a thing about my age, you know, Mm. and I was like, they're not gonna want because of that. And then when I let go of that. You know, it's just its easier, you know? It's just, mm-hmm. So it's like all the limiting things, and there's a lot of stuff buried in there, and we don't know what those things are. So yeah. it's like digging into those limiting beliefs is the number one thing
0: yep. that's unblocking, that unblocked me from calling in stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, and and it's very true. Like, there's so many, there's layers and limiting beliefs that are going to block what you're actually calling in, or even just your own clarity to know what you're calling in. Because yeah. that stuff, like, Everything that we're calling in, whether it's positive or negative, is right there at the doorstep. It's always there. It's right in front of you. Depending on what you're focused on, and if you're focused on what you're avoiding, then that's what you're looking at, and that's what all you'll see. You're like, well, none of the things I want is here. Well, they're there, you're just not focusing on them. As you remove those things, the other things become more apparent, (laughs) and you start to notice the things that you actually want and the things that you want to cultivate. So we're a little past the hour here, I'm going to wrap this up and, and share again these principles of, you know, of relationship in general that Christina and I have, willingness to grow, communication, and the power of choice. Specifically, to how do we start that process of calling in a relationship or really allowing for a relationship in our lives again? That idea of willingness to grow, I think, is the biggest, biggest one, not just for once you're in relationship, but even as you're moving toward relationship even as you are selective about those that you relate with. Because if that willingness to grow is not there, that's a, that's a stopgap right there. You're done. It's not going to go anywhere. Right? You're not going to be able to remove the layers that are hiding other things. And especially if you're blind to a lot of those things, they normally don't come up until you're in relationship, but then the willingness to grow must be there. right? And communication so that you can actually get through the things that come up in those growth pains as you go along the path. And so we talked about a lot of things. We talked about the difference of the who and the what. Figuring out what you want in a relationship, not so much who. Because there's probably going to be a lot of who's that match the what, but if you haven't figured out the what, you're just going through the who's, you know? (laughs) Figure out the what first. You know, it's kind of like, let's say you, you want a glass of water or orange juice or something like that. That's the who. But you don't actually have the glass yet. And all you're doing, you're going around, you're getting the the who and you're like pouring it and it's just messy because you don't have a container. Relationship is a container. Have the container first. Figure out what the container is and then fill it. And I think I'll end with that today. A big thank you for listening in today. You have been tuning in to the Be Happy, Be Brilliant podcast with myself, Rodolfo Young. I hope you've enjoyed the episode and that you'll share it with your friends and keep the heart ripple flowing. For more content and inspiration, you can visit www.rodolfoyoung.com.